Coming to you from beautiful downtown West City is Fistful of Sensu Beans, episode number 29. Is your host Taylor with my co-host Katie. Hello. Nixon. Yeah. And Peter. Wimmy Wim Wim Wazzle. Gobble Gook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, this week we watched episodes 114 through what, 117, right? Yes, that's what we watched. Is uh, that? Huh? Yeah, that's what that's we what watched. we watched. Uh, without spoiling anything, Nixon, what'd you think of these four? Uh, it's a real like bummer. <laughs> yeah, I knew every I knew you would say that. It was like we were on such a high from the last ones, and then this one was just like all the wind, like. Left the sails. The boat stalled out in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> Anything else you want to say about these? I mean, I, they have to be there, but they're like, it's painful. <laughs> Katie, what'd you think of these four? Yeah, I mean, they were a real, um, it was a real quality shift from the last week's group of episodes to this week's group. They were just not as interesting they felt way more fillery i think i liked the last one kind of but the others were really not memorable okay okay peter um they weren't as good as last week's but i did like parts certain parts about them (laughs) okay well let's get into it number or number episode number 114 conquest and power Air in Japan, June 1st, 1988. Air in the U.S., September 22nd, 2003. Uh, we open up with Piccolo standing on the king's ship as we left him in the previous episode. Uh, a soldier on the ground at one point, Peter locks on to Piccolo. Yeah. <laughs> with like a, what was that, like an uh, anti-air missile? Uh, what was that? And then, and then the guy's like, <laughs> the guy's like, don't fire it. He's like, why? He's like, the king's up there. He's like, oh, yeah. I wanted him to fire it. Um, Piccolo tells the king that he hereby is relieved of his duties, and he is in that Piccolo is the new king now. Um, the king's like first soldier dude tries to shoot Piccolo, which it looks like he tried to shoot him in the balls, but then the bullets like hit him in the chest. Uh, but have no effect, and Piccolo like grabs the man by his head and holds him over the city below. Uh, the king tells Pickle that he'll do anything he wants, but to leave his people alone. And, uh, Piccolo just lets that dude go, Nixon, and he falls to his death. He, he, he does. <laughs> hold what? on, hold on. He does the, go ahead, Peter. He does the thing where the president, or the king's like, let him go, and he's like, okay. And he's like, oh, I will. Poor choice of words, he, he. Um, what, who do you think, do you think, they should have showed us, like, where'd he land, do you think? Doesn't matter, it splattered all over. In front of Sue? <laughs> so he's standing there, like, buying flowers, and they're cased in blood and guts. <laughs> you know how in this early Dragon Ball, you have to keep the body preserved to bring him back to life? Yeah, this guy ain't coming back. This guy comes back, and he's, like, real splattered. Comes back and he dies. He has to scrape them all. <laughs> he dies immediately again. <laughs> He'd be in like pain if he got brought back. 
Katie, what do you think of that? I don't. I don't have any comments. Just the lives. Like, what? What did you guys do? <laughs> Half his brains are leaking out on the pavement. Oh my god. <laughs> That's the deleted scene I wanted to see, Nixon. Um, like, it hurts so much. <laughs> uh, Piccolo dropped that dude, and uh, uh, he tells the king that he wants him to make an announcement to the people that he is the new king of the world. Uh, king Furry refuses. Uh, Piccolo says he's happy he refused. And then Piccolo charges up a Kai blast and then shoots it to the city below Peter and destroys like a significant mm-hmm. amount of it and leaves a giant crater. I don't know that that kind of power was in here yet. <laughs> yeah, no. No. Katie, what'd you think of that that explosion or that ability? He's real strong. Uh yeah, I mean he's pretty strong, but I he did just destroy the eternal dragon, so I wasn't like that impressed. Wow. Yeah, but destroying like a whole city? <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure the eternal dragon is like crazy powerful, like compared to some buildings, I'm not impressed. I wrote here, unfortunately we see that Suno survived. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that too. They're not gonna kill her it, off like that. She's with a rabbit man. What were you saying, Nixon? I was going to say, she's like the Russian family in the Justice League movie. Yeah. I wish. Uh, (laughs) Piccolo tells King Furry that uh, that was just a minuscule amount of his power. Um, And he says it doesn't matter to him if uh, he, like, willingly gives over the king role or he has to, like, make the world full of craters to get it. (laughs) Uh, The king, like, gives away his power. And then we see that Bulma and the others have put Roshi and Chauncey's body in the freezer pods, Peter. Yep. Uh, Turtle is like, <laughs> Turtle's crying over the Roshi one. <laughs> like, his body's draped over it. He's like, oh, master. What'd you think of that, Peter? Uh, he was he was really upset about it. Uh, do you think they run the risk of their bodies getting freezer burnt? For staying in there too Let's- long? Well, that's the like the first time Bull was done it, so I'm so sh- I'm I'm surprised she's got it down to a science. They like <laughs> they uncapsulize them in the end, like oh, actually these were heater pods. Like oh, my yeah, mistake. No, awful. Imagine <laughs> the smell when that opens up. <laughs> That'd be cool, Nixon, wouldn't it? No, it's stupid. That's stupid. <laughs> that's stupid. Okay. Um. We see this happen a lot over these course episodes. Yamcha like radios T in. And it's like it's like Yamcha's like a guy who got broken up with and he like keeps calling Peter. He won't stop nagging Tien. He's just like just come back, Tien, please. Like we can work together. Come on. I'll be different. I'll, I'll be different, Tien. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's up with him in this these block episodes, Peter? Uh he's just uh, he's kind of being a bitch. Uh, Yamcha and Bulma tell Tien of their plan to wish everyone back, and then Tien like promptly crushes their dreams. It's like, oh, Shinron's dead. Piccolo killed him. Uh, and then Tien cuts his radio off and says, if anyone else dies, it will be him. Uh, Yajirobe and Goku are nearing the top of the tower. At one point, Yajirobe slips, Peter, but he manages to get his grip again after falling for a little bit. Uh, they make it to the top, 
Yadrobi super exhausted. And Korn is really impressed that Yadrobi was able to climb the tower with Goku on his back. But he also says Yadrobi is extremely stupid. Uh, Goku tries to explain what's happened to Korn, but Korn already knows, Peter. He's like, don't even bother, I already know. And Yadrobi, what are you saying? <laughs> Are you just anything? Okay. Yadrobi looks down the tower and doubts that Korn can see anything. Uh, and Korn tells Yadrobi to look inside a jar, and he does. And uh, Yadrobi can see in the reflection Piccolo ordering King Furry around. Uh, Korn says that before he can train Goku, uh, Goku needs to be healed. So he pulls out a bowl of Sensu Beans and throws one at Goku. And how does Peter or how does uh Yajirobe wow. react to these Sensu Beans, Peter? <laughs> what? How does he react to these Sensu Beans? Uh, this this plays out exactly what I said last week. Yeah. And well, I knew what happened said, already. You so. guys said no, I was wrong, and I no. was right. I already knew what happened, so I can't give it away. Yeah, he's like disappointed. He's like, "That's the stinking bean." He's like, "Get out of here!" And then he like runs over to the pot and starts taking like handfuls of beans and eating them. Uh huh. And they're all like, "Oh my god!" Like, like we don't know what's happened. Like, like, we've never seen someone do this before. <laughs> he just keeps like shoveling more and more and more and more, and then uh, suddenly like his stomach starts to uh, like vibrate. And he falls down, and he like, looks like he grows, like, three times in size. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Piccolo, or Piccolo, Goku just laughs and tells him that he only needs to eat one bean, and then Goku eats his bean and is completely healed, Nixon. Yep. Uh, Yamcha, Bulma, and the others are back at the Kame house now and are very sad. They see someone reading a magazine outside in Roshi's beach chair, and they think it's Roshi, but then they go out there, and it's just Oolong. Uh, we see Tien meditating in the forest next to this huge fire. He keeps losing focus due to uh him reliving Chaozu's death over and over again in his head. Uh, Tien then re- gets his focus back and continues to practice the evil containment wave. Uh, Korin tells Goku that he's tapped out and has nothing left to teach him, but he tells, or and then Korin also tells Goku that Roshi was killed by Piccolo. This makes Goku flip out, and he's sad they never he'll never see Roshi again and never get to say goodbye. And then we see flashbacks of Roshi training Goku. I feel like we've seen flashbacks of this like ten times already. Um yeah. it's it's been a lot. Uh his like sadness turns into anger, and he like wants to go fight Piccolo again right now, but Korn demands him to stop. He says if Goku faces Piccolo while he's angry, he will kill him. Uh, Goku says Piccolo needs to be stopped. Uh, so Korn says that since he doesn't fear death, he he should take a sip of the ultra divine water, Nixon. Yep. And Goku wonders if that's like the sacred water he drank before, but Korn says no. This is actually the real deal, Katie. <laughs> As the episode ends, <laughs> that was kind of mean to say. Like, oh no, that that other water was just trash. Remember, you this like is the real water. I do remember, yeah, that it was. Ugh. Also, I must say, it bothered me that they didn't even try to stop Yajirobe when he was eating all those beans. I would fear that he would literally like explode and die. He got what he deserved. What are you talking about? 
It's like that. Yeah, but I mean, kid, they're like, don't drink the, don't eat the candy, Augustus, or don't drink from the river, and you're like, Augustus falls in that river and gets sucked up the tube. Damn. Damn, she says. So, what'd you think of this one, Katie? Uh, I mean, it was boring. It was kind of lame. <laughs> Nothing interesting really happened. Uh, I like Corin, so I was glad that we got to see him a little bit again, but it just felt like a whole lot of, you know, exposition and, and like build up for what's to come. Um, and, uh, I felt like Goku's reaction to Roshi's death was really subdued, like compared to what it should have been. I feel like he was, he was like surprised and like mad, but I don't know. I just felt like he should have reacted like more to the death of his master who he idolized so much and thought was like literally unbeatable. If Peter doesn't agree, I think Katie with that. We, mm-hmm. we got a whole like montage. I mean, he thought about him, but he mostly just like seemed angry. Like you'd think he would cry. Like he cried about Krillin. That's true. She's been alive just, forever, you know. He had his time. Yeah, but coming, he Katie. literally he idolized Roshi and believed that like he was like the strongest guy there was, and like I think that he would react more like viscerally to knowing that this guy killed his master, who who he doesn't even think he can beat. Personally, you know, he was like, "I'm surprised it it didn't happen sooner." He was supposed to <laughs> die by my hand. <laughs> I don't know. It just felt like he should have had a little bit more emotion, considering like Master Roshi is one of the people that he seems to care about the most in the world. Anything else you want to say about this one? Nope. Other than I wish Suno died. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Think Corn was ever a kitten? Yeah. Oh my god. I guess. Like who put him there? How did he His get parents? how did he get to be on the tower? Does he does he have parents? I don't think so. I think he just was manifested up there. I don't know. <laughs> He's been by himself this whole time. Um Peter, what'd you think of the, this one? Uh, it was an okay episode. I like the corn and the Yajirobe. What about, you just like Yajirobe eating a lot? Yeah, that was, that was probably the highlight of this episode. It wasn't the Yamcha calling Tien? Uh, no, because <laughs> Yamcha needs to get off of it already. <laughs> Tien's not coming back. Yamcha's trying to, like, get everyone together to, like, form a defense team. Yeah, but TN's gonna do this on his own. Yeah, it's gonna end on his own too. Next, what do you think of these four? Or these four? This one? I don't know. Why I keep saying that. Uh, I don't. It's just. It's like, like I said. Yeah, it has to be there, but it's just. It's not fun to watch. It's like the, you're not fun to watch. It's like when you come home from school, like when we did when we were little. You turn on dragon ball and it's like oh you know what i could probably skip today and just go watch something else i never skipped an episode of that show no but i'm saying like if you didn't if you really didn't care that much you would skip it wow uh yeah this these weren't the best um 
let's move on. Episode number 115, Awakened Darkness, aired in Japan June 8th, 1988, and then aired in the U.S., Peter, September 23rd, 2003, my 11th birthday. Uh, I bet this one's real special for you. <laughs> I no, no, it's not. This is probably my least favorite of the bunch. Um, episode opens with um, like a feast being prepared for Piccolo, Peter. And mm-hmm. it's like a bunch of fancy looking food and all the chefs are sitting there. And Piano tastes like this stew. And then he like does like tries to do the magic trick with the with the tablecloth, but he just actually wants to destroy all the food. So he does that, and then he's like, prepare to make a whole new feast. He's like, and then he names off all these like nasty dishes, and then the one that stuck out to me was he said he wanted brain pudding. Peter, what kind of brains do they use for brain pudding? Human? I don't know. If you saw Indiana Jones, you probably know what it is. They shouldn't use T-Rex brains, because they're small, right? It's monkey brain. He probably wants like human brain pudding. That's what I'm saying. Katie, you got you want to weigh in? What kind of brains? I don't. I don't want to talk about any kind of brains. Probably never, horse brains. You know, my grandfather used to eat brain sandwiches. You ever eaten a brain sandwich? That's uh, disturbing. Grandpa is a serial killer. No, that's like a legit thing. <laughs> I've never had one. But like, I, I guess I yeah. Shouldn't say that's disturbing. Other cultures eat brains, but. I think I've never had one. I'm, as the way I understand it is, is they just like deep fry it and put it on like I don't know, like a sandwich. But take it mad cow disease. You know how mad cow disease works? From eating their brains. No, it's when cows eat other cows' brains or matter, whatever. Um. So yeah, brain pudding, Nixon's favorite. Uh, Corn explains that the ultra divine water is packed with mystical properties. Nixon, <laughs> would you drink the water after last time, Nixon? If you went through what Goku went through, uh, it's your Remember, only choice. It was, just, it was all it was all a lie last time. Yeah, but this time he's like, you know what? This is real. Like I'm not gonna play the <laughs> game. Yeah, but would you believe him? I mean, yeah, it's like I don't think. I mean, he wasn't really underhanded about it. When? This time or last time? Last time. Bullshit. He He was, like, lying to him the whole time. It's just, like, he was... Yeah, because it's, like, you don't need to try the other water that's, like, a one in, like, a thousand chance that you're going to (laughs) die. All right. He got space jammed. (laughs) He did get space jammed. Uh, Goku begs Korn... For some water, Corn tells him to back off. Uh, he tells Goku that it'll make him stronger, but he'll have to find the water first. It's hidden far to the north and in like ice maze that's easy to find, Peter, but impossible to escape. Uh, that place, yeah, that, this place is weird. Corn <laughs> says many have entered the maze, but none have left. Uh, Goku asks Yajirobe. If he's coming with them, and Yadrobi's like, fuck that. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to go look for food at the lower level, which he does. And, or he doesn't find food. He, like, sees a jar, and he thinks there might be food in there, so he looks in it. And when he looks in it, it's, like, all, like, frozen. So he leans in closer because he thinks there might be ice cream in there, Peter. But no, he falls through, like, a portal. Uh, Corn takes Goku 
to the same pot and tells him that this will take him to the maze. Uh, Korn warns Goku to avoid the darkness. Um, Goku jumps in and is transported to the maze. He awakens to hear Korn telling him to return to the spot if he finds the water. And Korn will bring him back. Um, Korn goes to take a nap, but remembers Jajrobi. And he's like, hey, I got fudge. But then <laughs> he, he like knows Jajrobi's not there. And so he puts it together that he must have fell through that that uh, pot. What do you think Corn's fudge is like, Peter? You think it's good fudge? I think it's just like his cat shit. <laughs> That'd be cool. Here's my fudge. <laughs> Listen to me, Corn's fudge. No. Why? Because we just dis- discussed it could be cat poop. <laughs> you eat cat poop anyways. No, I don't. The lying. Um, uh, Goku walks a little bit and he finds Jajirobe. Uh He actually want he's asked Jajirobe to stay because he wants company, but Jajirobe is like, "No, I'm gonna climb back out." So they turn around to go back to that entrance and get lost. Uh, Jajirobe kicks this ice block, Peter, and a dead corpse falls out of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they like run the other direction. And then, like, the ground beneath, uh, begins to crack beneath them. And out of the crack comes this, like, weird cold wind that creates this, like, frozen monster. Um, the ice storm, like, intensifies as Goku tries to find out why the monster's attacking them. Uh, Goku begins to freeze, but Yajirobe actually charges in Peter and cuts the ice monster in half. I was surprised by this. You were surprised that he charged, or what? Uh, yeah, they took charge. Yeah. Uh but the monster's able to regenerate. Uh Goku hits it with some punches knocking it over, but then it just gets up so it doesn't work either. Uh eventually Goku uses the uh, the Kamehameha and destroys the monster. Uh we hear the darkness like saying that like human lives will suffer. Peter, what do you think of the darkness here? I don't know what it's supposed to be. <laughs> it's like an entity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Goku and Yajirobe think they've won, but the monster regenerates once again. Uh, Yajirobe drops his sensu beans and then bends over to pick him up. Pick him up, but Goku's like, "We got to get out of here!" So he jumps on Yajirobe and they slide down this really elaborate ice thing. It's kind of like Mario sixty four, Katie. I was thinking, and it was like really long too. It really felt like. A very, very Mario 64. I was thinking about that level with the penguin when you yeah. have to like go down his little thing. Yeah. Uh, they eventually, at the end of it, they fall down this deep cavern. Uh, we see Suno and another girl comforting a dying grandma, Katie. <laughs> She's like, oh, I didn't think it in like this. She's like, what happened to her? <laughs> I don't know. I, I Did she, like... Get hit by the rubble and the explosion? I maybe, but she looks fine to me. I think she's just lying. I think she's being over dramatic. So, are, are we assuming she died? Cause I think so. We don't see her later. So, if they wish these people back, does she come back, Nixon? She died in natural causes. Mm, if it's natural, if she won't come back, right? natural causes no not if it's natural what if she causes. dies because of natural causes like a heart attack right 
But it's because but it's brought on by Pickleball. Yeah. So does that fall in the same category? <laughs> You'd have to ask him, yeah, but I don't know. It's like well. he had to go to like he's like, We're gonna go to the judges on that one. It's like <laughs> Afterlight Court. Yeah. <laughs> what were you saying, Peter? Um the incident way later on in the series that someone dies of quote unquote natural causes, but it was a he was had like additional stress from outside sources, so and he did come back. True, true. Um Suno sees Piccolo just walking by Katie. Yeah, he's with piano and she sees the the sniper rifle of a fallen soldier on the ground. So she picks it up and she aims they got the in the crosshair, she's got Piccolo the back of his head in there, but she can't pull the trigger, Katie. She can't do it. And, and Why does she even know how to use a gun? I don't know. And Piccolo turns around and he says, idiot, and he shoots his eye beams at her. And then <laughs> when the dust settles, we see that he's actually aiming at a soldier behind her. And he killed that soldier. <laughs> I was really disappointed. Um, Tien is still attempting to learn the evil containment wave. Uh, do you? Would you be afraid trying to learn it, Nixon? <laughs> Or Katie, you too? That actually really confused me. I wanted to ask about that because, like, why is it that he's not dying from practicing it? Is it just because he's not actually sealing an evil being? Is that what causes your death? I think that must be because he is practicing. Or he just doesn't believe any of it because he was told it shortens his life to use the tri-beam, and yet he does that over and over again. So it doesn't care anymore. Well, it just shortens his life. It doesn't end his life. he doesn't believe anything anymore. Well, if it takes, like, 30 seconds off his life, Nixon, he has a few to spare. It's like, that'll definitely, it's like some guy just walked by when they were inventing that to Nick. He's like, that's gonna take years off your life. It's like, yeah, whatever, guy. I'm surprised he didn't so drop dead later in the series. Uh, so, yeah, she almost dies, so we almost got what we wanted. Uh, Goku wakes up and attempts to wake up Yajirobe. Uh, Goku moves when, like, a stalactite falls onto Yajirobe's face. This could have murdered Yajirobe here. <laughs> he could have been fucking dead. He's like indestructible. Uh, but it just like breaks on his face. Uh, Yajirobe wakes up and is pissed and still wants to find his way out instead of the water. Um, The darkness says, it's time we call upon our visitors, Peter. And then we hear Roshi say, yes, sir, and walk into the light from the darkness as the episode ends. (laughs) This is Darth Roshi, Peter. I like it. (laughs) What'd you think of this episode? Uh, This this one's alright. It felt like like they got dropped in some kind of like evil... Dark Souls world. Dark Dungeons and Dragons world. Yeah, it's like with this giant ice douchebag and like the Mario slides. <laughs> Those are in all the Dungeons and Dragons and Dark Souls games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Um, Suno should have died. That should have been that should have been like a guarantee, but do you feel like yeah. an even bigger piece of shit if Piccolo didn't find you worthy enough to kill? Oh. When you had a gun in your hand? Yeah, he like comes down, he's like, you're not worth my time. Flies off. <laughs> uh, anything else, Peter? Uh, no. 
Katie, what did you think of this one? I think this one is probably the worst one. I, I don't know. It was just really, it felt, it felt again like some of those older episodes we've seen where it was just total filler, not at all related to what was going on. Even though we did get moments of like, you know, TN, like practicing. And, and obviously, you know, we kind of got moments of like what Piccolo was doing and, and whatnot. It just, it felt, I don't know, like kind of worthless. Like they were just really stretching out Goku trying to prepare to go face him. So I don't know. It was kind of boring. Not really a fan of the weird frozen world and weird frozen monsters and weird Darth Roshi. No Darth Roshi for Katie. Yeah, Darth. Uh, Nixon, what'd you think? Uh, I don't know. Not really a fan. What? You what? don't know? You must know. I just don't get why don't it's know. like in a jar. He makes it seem like they're going to have to go travel. The jar is just a portal. Is it, though? Yeah, it's like a Mario world. Is it a portal? It seems like it's yeah, its, it's own a dimension. Portal. Like, it's not actually on uh, the planet. It's just a portal. That's why it's like, it's far north. But he's like, here, I'll save you some time and just send you there. It feels like a Dungeons and Dragons thing. Sure. Do you want? I don't know. I don't play. I've only played Dungeons and Dragons once with Katie as the witch. Yeah. Well, we play it twice, actually, but whatever. Can we hear the witch voice? Yeah, Katie, let's hear the witch voice. Uh, no. Anyways, Katie. you have to you have to pay me to hear the witch voice. No. How much? <laughs> Venmo me a hundred dollars right now. What? That's that's too much. You know how many well... nudes you can get for that, Katie? <laughs> for one witch voice, like, huh? I mean, the witch voice is worth a lot. Uh, let's move on to episode 116. A Taste of Destiny. Um, aired in Japan June 22nd, 1988. Aired in the U.S. September 24, 2003. Uh, uh, Yajobi and Goku are wandering around the maze still. Uh, Yajobi doesn't understand why Goku wants to fight Piccolo again. Uh, they find, like, two paths. One going up, one going down. Yajobi and Goku say goodbye, and Yajobi heads up, and Goku heads down. Uh, uh, Goku runs down his path a little bit and sees something in the darkness and throws a punch, Peter, but it's blocked by Darth what? Roshi. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's shocked to see Darth Roshi. Uh, and Darth Roshi's like, hey, follow me. And he like takes Goku in further in. Uh, meanwhile, Yajirobe's climbing up this wall where he meets, like, a Komodo dragon-sized lizard, and he wants to eat it, so he's chasing it around, Peter. He's like, you're a ugly or scary-looking thing. He's like, but I'm going to eat you. <laughs> so that's what he's doing. Uh, Roshi leads Goku to the Kame house that's inside the maze. Uh, Goku is shocked when he goes inside, and all of his friends are there. And we get a weird scene where we hear the darkness panting. Do you like that, Peter? Uh, where it's no. just like, it's just like, hmm. hmm. <laughs> Goku sits down to eat a big feast with his friends, and they're all trying to convince him to stay. Uh, all their voices are slightly off, Peter. Do you want to, you want to like, give an example of what they sound like? 
They're just like, it's like they're, they talk like they're like robots. So I guess, Goku, please sit down. Like, we are going to have a feast now. And then it's, and then they also have like a little like, it's like there's two voices overlaid. You got like their normal voice and like a darker version. You got the darkness voice in the, like, behind them. Yeah. Uh, Goku should should have like caught on sooner. Uh, Goku says that he needs to defeat Piccolo, and they all laugh at him and tell him that if he stays out here, then he can live forever. And Goku just calls him a coward and leaves. He's like really upset that they would suggest that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm He's not like, gonna hang like, out with pick- you guys ever again. <laughs> Uh, I know. I, he's probably thinking, it's like, these fuckers don't give a shit about Krillin. <laughs> as, as he leaves, fake Roshi comes out, and he's like, well, he's like, if you still want to find the water, I'm going to have to kill you. And fake Ro- or Darth Roshi attacks with a bunch of rocks. Uh, Darth Roshi tells Goku that the water is not meant for humans, and that if he wants to stay alive, he needs to leave. Uh, Goku's like finally puts together that this isn't Roshi, and he just dodges all these rock attacks. Uh, he eventually gets hit by one, and after he does, he says he's had enough, and he goes on the offensive. Uh, we cut to Yadrobi, who catches the giant lizard, Peter, but in the process, mm-hmm. he falls off a cliff and falls and lands on Goku. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they do the old, like, fall off the cliff, and Goku's got a hold of the ledge and also has a hold of, uh, Yajirobe. Um, uh, Darth Roshi gives Goku an evil look and begins to stomp on Goku's hand, Peter. Uh, Goku pleads for Darth Roshi to let Yajirobe go and to just let, like, punish him. Uh, Darth Roshi attempts to get Goku to drop his friend and save himself. So what's the darkness? What does he want here, Nixon? Does he want Goku to stay with him and turn evil? Uh, what is he wants? Yeah, he's like he's. I don't know. It seems like he just testing him. He's like all people are evil, and I know you're they're evil. So I'm gonna make you put you in situations where I'm gonna make you evil. It's like <laughs> I'm gonna put you in a situation where you're gonna prove to me that you're like a piece of shit. So then I know I don't feel bad about when you die. It's weird. He's like, it's almost like it's like some deity, and he's like, just testing people. Uh, Goku. That's what he gets off on. Yeah, Goku refuses. Like, oh, go ahead, Peter. What are you saying? Go ahead. Goku refuses to let Yajirobe go. So then Darth Roshi begins to just repeatedly kick him in the face. Peter, this is really yeah. fucked up. Uh, Goku looks real bad. His face looks like hamburger meat. And uh, he's still holding on. And after, like, observing all this, fake Roshi disappears. Uh, shortly after he disappears, the whole ground begins to shake. And the ledge that he was holding on to breaks off. And instead of falling, we see that they are now just on the ground. Nixon, like, the whole, the whole, like, landscape shifted. It's like the whole thing they were going through this whole time wasn't real. <laughs> they just passed out on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so now they're up, or they're fine, and the darkness raises out of the water like the <laughs> Legion of Doom, what are they, Legion of Doom, Nixon, was that their name, right? Yeah. The, it looked like their fucking little thing in swamp. Eh. 
It did. Uh, it did look like that. It raised out of the water. Um, and it's like, Goku, you prove yourself worthy. Uh, then Yadrobi sees a table with the sacred water on it, Katie, with a convenient, like, light shining down on it. Like, one little light. <laughs> uh, 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 fuck, where'd I go? Oh, the darkness says that the sacred liquid is very dangerous. One must be physically and mentally strong enough to survive drinking it. If they don't, they will die. Uh, Yadrobi wants to leave, but Goku asks if it'll make him stronger. And the darkness says it's uncertain. It takes advantage of the power that the person who drinks it has inside. So if you have no power, then nothing will change. Uh, Yajirobi asks, how many drank the water, Peter? And the answer is 13. And Yajirobi asks, how many have survived? <laughs> and then Yajirobi's like, it's got to be like three, six. He's like, six, three. <laughs> and then the, the darkness is like, zero. Uh... Goku agrees to drink it, but Yajirobe's pleading with them to not do it. Uh, they pour a glass, and it's just, like, black. Would you drink this, Peter? Looks like black coffee. Looks like sewage. Katie, would you drink this? Uh, if I was Goku and in the situation that he's in, yes. No, you But just in you. general, no. Wow. Nixon? What? Would you drink the black liquid? Why would I drink? There's no reason to drink it unless you're like in his situation. Like I don't get. <laughs> maybe he's supposed to. Like maybe you want to know what it tastes like. I don't even get why anybody. Would, they're like you could be powerful as a knight is like in armor, like walking down there. Like what did he think he was gonna get? Well, I don't think anybody... he wanted to be the most powerful warrior in the world. If I'm fucking yeah. drinking a thing of water. How did the knight even get there? He walked. Corn. No, I wouldn't drink it unless I had a purpose to drink it. It's like a 50-50 shot, you're going to die. <laughs> After I don't think that's the odd. I bet it is. I think it's more like 99.1. You have to be worthy. Uh, uh, after they pour it, Yadrobi takes a... He like dips his finger in and and licks what's in on his finger and then he like immediately begins to convulse on the ground Peter like it fucks him up I thought we were gonna lose him <laughs> he eventually recovers but his voice isn't back yet it's like he's in pain uh, Goku drinks the whole cup and begins to like scream in pain and he's like holding his throat like he's choking and Yadrofi's like telling him not to die uh, Goku sees Roshi, Krillin, and Piccolo as he continues to scream, King Furry makes his announcement, Peter. He's like, as of now, we have a new king, King Piccolo. And then he immediately is like, never mind, don't follow the orders. You gotta rise up against King Piccolo. It was, yeah, it's like he did the <laughs> thing. Where he's like, yeah, King Piccolo is a great guy. And then it's like, he had like a second. And he was like, Piccolo's evil, don't listen to him. It's like, this is all a hoax. That's what he did. And he didn't. He wasn't very subtle about it. No. Uh. Uh. Piccolo grabs him by the throat, and tells him to stick to the script. Piccolo's <laughs> really hamming this whole two episodes <laughs> up here. He's not very evil. Do you think Piccolo wrote the script? Yeah. No, his little, his little like pterodactyl dude wrote the script. Piano wrote the script. Yeah. 
I think Piccolo. No really way. Is. He's too fucking lazy to do that. He's like sitting there writing it. He's like, <laughs> like that'd be funny. <laughs> Katie, who do you think wrote the script? I don't know. There's no way he wrote it. <laughs> There's two people to choose from, Katie. I don't know. I think it was Piccolo. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I think it was he Piccolo. He sleeps all day. <laughs> they do. I don't remember if it's here or later. They do show him randomly sleeping at one point with his eyes open again. Yeah. Do you notice Maybe that? Piccolo has rider block. Piccolo <laughs> has step in. Um, Piccolo tells the people on the TV that they all bow to him, and his first thing is he says he wants the citizens to have freedom, Peter. Complete freedom. No laws. So he says he can be a loving king, and he does a decree, which is his first decree is to have all the criminals eliminate all the police. <laughs> He says nothing will be illegal in the new world. Uh, his last words are, um, order is dead and chaos will reign. Um, Yamcha is watching this on TV and says uh, he's a madman, but then Launch is like, he's not that bad, actually. <laughs> what do you think of that, Katie? Think Launch is going to go evil on everybody else? What, no. if she, what if she just turned around and gunned them all down? <laughs> I mean, I thought it was a funny comment, honestly, because she obviously is a criminal. But you know, I don't, I don't think she meant anything by it. Mm. They need Yamcha needs to kill her now while he has a chance, Katie. Uh, you guys knew what she was gonna do. <laughs> I had to do it. <laughs> he Johnny Cage slaps her neck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Yadrovi is cheering on Goku as he's on the ground screaming in pain. Uh, Korn gets this weird, like, sense, Peter, of the great eight power. And then wonders yeah. if he even wants Goku to be the one to survive drinking the water. As the episode ends. What do you think of that mysterious ending, Peter? I don't know about the great eight thing, but you think if you saw, like, Goku like murdering that whole army in bloodlust. You he wouldn't want him to be the one to drink that water. <laughs> he's he sets the Uzuru power, the Great Eight power. What's that mean, Peter? I don't know. He's <laughs> going to go Super Saiyan Four. <laughs> what do you think of this episode? It was a good episode. I like Darth Roshi. I like seeing Roshi and Goku fight. It's always a pleasure. Uh. Piccolo telling King Furry to stick to the script. That was also really good. So, even though these episodes aren't great overall, there's like there's some like gems in there. Okay, okay. Nixon? Um, I think... I think I've seen all this before. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I've seen this trick. I mean, you've watched the show. No, I mean, yeah, but I'm thinking like... These are some old ass like tropes, like super hard. And uh, it came out in 1988. Yeah, I think it was. These are like tropes from like the 16th century. I feel like this is definitely like a. Nixon loves his 16th century yeah, stuff. Well, I feel like. Don't call him on a 16th yeah. century I knowledge. feel like this is definitely from like the, the fucking <laughs> mythology of the. The fucking Monkey King, right? It has to be. 
the sacred water. The mythology of the monkey king. It has to be from that. The 16th century monkey Either king. Either that or it's from fucking Indiana Jones. Right? I don't... Indiana Jones. The Last Crusade, they drink the holy water. Yeah, sure. Alright. Is that it? That's it. Katie, what do you think? Like Peter said, there are like moments that are good, and then there's moments that aren't good. Overall, I didn't really like the episode. I didn't like the weird, like, fake reality where his friends were all robots and <laughs> all that shit. And I didn't even really like the fight with fake Roshi. Uh, but I did kind of like the moment, you know, where he was deemed worthy. And I liked the way they drew, like, the darkness. I, I liked, I don't know, he, I thought he looked kind of cool. Um, so, I can't even see him that well because you see the darkness. Him? What do you mean? I saw. I mean, he was like a totally different art style, like from the rest of the show. So I thought he was kind of cool looking and it like unique. he was a black tar man or face. I don't know what he was. Yeah, it was like it was like a big face that was just sort of I don't know different. It seemed like kind of painterly. It was just kind of cool looking. So I like those parts. Um, I thought it was weird that Yajirobe like tasted the water and lived i just felt like it had to be magical right so i'm surprised he didn't die from tasting taste, it but Katie, yeah but i still feel like because it's likely you know magical that it would still would have killed him either way but i don't uh, know i thought that was weird yeah mm. we didn't talk about it earlier i forgot i wanted to bring it up so we don't know how bad of a shit do you think he took it to eat all the sensitive beans? that's right he didn't die <laughs> He had yeah, a, I feel I'm confused about his death. He his had, lack of death. He would have had to take like a hellacious shit, right? Also, he though, he, didn't he say toilet. shortly after that that he was hungry yeah. again? Yeah. <laughs> and they're supposed to last for ten days, and he ate like a hundred. Way it's more bad. than that. It's just it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but power to him. Do you think you can make a refried sensu beans? Oh, that'd be awful. Do you think you could, Katie? Maybe. I mean, I do love refried beans. They look like but... lima tacos. Lima beans. They do look like lime lima beans, but yeah, those sucked. Those like terrible beans. Lima beans are great. No, they're not. You can't eat a lot of them, though. They're definitely. Well, you can not. eat a lot of them, but if you, do you know, you can, they have cyanide in them. No. <laughs> That's the real you, thing. Till you get Lyme disease. Oh, you get Lyme disease from ticks, Peter. In in Lyme. It's not Lyme. It's Lyme. It's it's L Y L Y M E. Does that have an A L I M E? Yeah. No. On Lyme, they're called Lyme beans. No, I thought that's Lyme beans. Yeah. I thought he was talking. He's talking about Lyme disease. <laughs> not Lyme beans. Wait, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's, let's move on to episode 117, The Ultimate Sacrifice. Oh, Katie, what did you think of the ominous ending? Uh, I mean, it was better than the rest of the episode, I guess. It's more exciting than the rest of the episode. What, what does it mean, Katie? I don't know. Why I think Corrin so freaked out. I don't know, because, you know, he's, I don't know. I think he doesn't have a whole lot of faith. <laughs> what, I wonder how useful part. that 
Yeah, how useful is that with that if you use that against Piccolo? How you I think I feel like Piccolo could like one shot him. Well he has no control over his monkey form. That's true. Yeah, no. So what's your point? How big a poops do you think a monkey form takes, Nixon? Uh <laughs> size of a like SUV. <laughs> like that. Huh. Clean source energy, Nixon. I guess. Grade eight poop. Uh, move on to episode 117, The Ultimate Sacrifice, aired in Japan, June 29th, 1988, aired in the U.S. September 25th, 2003. Uh, Goku's recovering from the sacred water. Um, he's just looking at his hands here, Nixon. He doesn't seem to feel any different. Like, he's just like, what happened? Uh, Yajirobe doesn't think he looks any different. Uh, Goku says, thanks, sir, to the darkness, Peter. Yeah. He's like, thanks, sir. <laughs> the darkness just goes back under the water. Uh, Goku tells Yajirobe it's time to go. Uh, Yajirobe seems confused as Goku now knows exactly how to get through this maze. And it turns out, <laughs> Peter, the way to get out of the maze is up. Yeah. <laughs> so he uses his power pole to propel him and uh, Yajirobe up. And he's like, I'm coming for you, Piccolo. He yells it out there. I don't think Piccolo heard him, Katie. It was, you know, for his own self. He's being his own hype man. I get I guess. What if Piccolo, what if they cut to Piccolo going, huh? Like, <laughs> or he did do the I sneeze mean, thing where someone's talking about him, so he sneezes. That'd be a good payoff. Uh back at the city, chaos is going on, like robberies and jailbreaks and murdering of the police Peter. <laughs> Uh, Piccolo cackles as the city is tearing itself apart. Uh, we see a pickup truck stop feeder, and who the fuck gets out of it? I don't know. They're on a mountain. Oh. Aider? Aider gets out of the yeah. pickup truck. He was on the back of it. He yeah. thanks his farmer man for the ride. I don't know why the farmer man couldn't take him any closer to the city. He's, he's like, this is as far as I can go. On top of this driving. mountain range. <laughs> Why, Katie? Why is I mean, as far as you can take him? It just is, you know? <laughs> it doesn't make he any sense. He can't just keep going. Yeah, he can. No. <laughs> he doesn't want to get anywhere near Piccolo. Do you think he had to put wheelie bars on his truck? Because Adrian weighs so much that like it kept doing wheelies, Nixon. Uh, maybe we... I don't know. <laughs> uh, we get uh, we so we see Ader and he's like, oh, I hope Suno's still alive. Uh, but he sees a big crater, crater, and he's like, oh shit, she might be dead. Uh, we see Piccolo cackling on the television. It's worldwide, Peter. He's he's broadcast on every station. Uh. Tien sees this on his, like, monitor in his, like, little ship, and he's overcome with anger. Uh, Bulma and the others feel completely hopeless. Uh, Launch tells him to believe in Tien, and Yamcha reminds him that that he will die if he uses the wave. It seems like a real bad time to say that, Nixon. Well, he's trying to warn him. They're like, we gotta believe in Tien. He can help us. And then Yamcha's like, well, he's gonna die if he does help us. Just saying. Uh... Uh, we see a biker gang, Peter, and they're drawing the demon symbol on their shirts. Mm-hmm. What do you think of these bikers? That's Piccolo's gang. 
Yeah, they can't <laughs> they fucking so. spell, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of survivors of the explosion are sitting around, like, the debris of the crater. Uh, Suno is helping bandage people up. Ader finds her extremely fast and is overjoyed to see she's okay. Uh, Suno gives him a hug and tells Ader about um, how useless she is. Um, and she's like, I was help. I tried to help as much as I could. She's like, uh, where people should have stayed and helped, most people abandoned us and they left. Uh, the biker gang is seen looting and Ader and Suno approach them and they ask them to use their motorcycles to transport the injured. And the biker gang refuses, Peter. And then he pulls... He laughs, and then he pulls out a switchblade. Yeah. Does that go well for them, Peter? No. They they will do the pull out the switchblade. Tries, like... He tries stabbing... Does he go for Sue, or does he go straight for Aider? He goes for Aider. Gotcha, yeah. Because Aider's like... Because Aider's like... They're like, we work for Piccolo... And then Ader's like, well, maybe you'll work for me. He's like, I give good speeches or some bullshit like that. That's what he says. So what happens? Uh, he jumps to, like, stab him, and then Ader, like, Ader's, like, looks scared. And he just, like, <laughs> smacks a knife out of his hand. <laughs> and then he says, the guy, the biker guy says, good speech. <laughs> <laughs> What if it was Ader from that movie? Yeah. I wish it was that one. He jetpacks in. Uh, OP Ader. No. Um, so, uh, Tien's practicing the evil containment wave still, and Katie, he seemed to mastered it. And is still alive somehow. He literally says, I've mastered it. <laughs> Yeah, just because he got it in one time, he's like, yep, I've got it now. Uh, Goku and Yajirobe are running as fast as they can to get back to the spot so Korn can bring them back to the lookout. Uh, they finally make it there and yell for Korn, and he retrieves them both using a tornado, Peter. Um, yeah. They come flying out of this jar real fast, and they both smack the ceiling really hard. Uh, an angry Tien is on his way to Piccolo. And once again, Katie, Yav just like, hey, Tien, you there, Tien? Tien, you there? <laughs> what about me? Answer, Tien. Come on, Tien. I didn't mean it, Tien. It's like, and Tien looks at the radio, and he looks kind of mad. And then he, like, turns it on, and he's like, Tien here. And, uh, <laughs> um, uh, and then Tien's like, yeah, I've mastered the wave, and I'm on my way to use it. And Launch is like, I'm so proud of you. And then Tien's like, don't be. He's like, this He's like, this is my atonement for all the, sh- the crappy things I've done. And then he says goodbye to everyone and turns his radio off. Uh, back at the lookout, Goku is explaining how he feels power, Katie, but he's also at peace. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Korn says he knew he would survive, but he didn't know he could be the one leader. <laughs> Yeah. The one. He's the chosen one. <laughs> He's gonna get a black trench coat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Goku says there's something else, Peter, and then he walks off and stares in a direction. And he says, uh-huh. "I don't know how, but I know Piccolo's that way." And then Corn's like, "How do you know that?" And Goku's like, "I just think I can like sense him." 
Cora's like, yeah, that's right. You can't sense him. You got sensing powers, dude. <laughs> Lo- this is a long, this is like a classic ability, Katie, that we're getting for the first time here. Except for he had to drink special water to get it, and they kind of just leave that out for the rest of them. We don't know. Maybe Goku took him all back there. He's like, hey, it's my bro, Darkness. Yeah, there's no I'll way. Hook him there's up. There's no this way. This is Darth Roshi. Well, like, does Goku teach them how to do it? They don't because ever it could bring it up. That... They just kind of like, oh, I can sense him. Well, I mean, it could be something that Goku is able to teach them or they learn from Goku by seeing They have a moment later on it, where I they guess. try to explain it to one of them. It's like, how, how, do you, how are you able to do that? And they never explain it. And then the one guy's just like, I don't, I can sit some now, too. They don't, they don't really, like, explain it ever. We gotta get on to a good part, Nixon. Okay. Corrin says, it's gift time, Peter. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I got something for you, and what raises up? A huge-ass Nimbus cloud. It's like a <laughs> giant one. Made up of other Nimbus clouds. Uh, and Goku says, he thought there was only one. And Corn says that was just an old model that he gave Roshi. That was a that was a 1970 Nimbus Cloud, Peter. It was vintage. What happened yeah. to the, the other one? Go, uh, Piccolo destroyed it. Yeah, but then it comes. Or no, Tambourine did. Tambourine yeah, did. Yeah, Tambourine. They said it can never die. He f- that for- one did. Forget everything you know. Once Piccolo came in, forget everything you know. Uh. Corrin like just jump in there and pick one out so Goku jumps on it and he's just like he finds one immediately KD that he likes he jumps on I mean I feel like they're all pretty likable they're just clouds KD they have personalities remember that evil Nimbus cloud that was a turtle vaguely I guess remember Mercenary Tao had it (laughs) and he like fucked him over or whatever uh Goku picks one out and he wants that one, so he's riding around. He asks Yajirobe if he wants a ride. And Yajirobe's like, nah. He's like, I want to stay here and live. Uh, Goku says goodbye to them and he says he's heading off to fight Piccolo and he takes off in that direction. After seeing how fast it can go, Yajirobe's like, I want one of those. And Korin's like, you have to be pure heart. And then Yajirobe's like, so yeah, I want one of those. And then Korin's like, you didn't listen to me. You have to be pure heart. And the episode ends. With Goku and Tien both flying off to confront Piccolo. Who will get there first, Katie? Uh, I think Tien. Wow. Uh, what do you think of this episode overall? I think this one was probably... I'd probably overall the best one. The most interesting one. and Especially because I feel like, you know, the end makes it kind of like the most exciting. Because you've got that build up for what's going to happen next. So, overall, I thought it was good, enjoyable. Uh, I wish uh, Ader wasn't in it, because I don't care about him, and I don't care about Suno. (laughs) You like Ader, though. (laughs) I like him, but I feel like after all the the Suno bullshit, Don't you remember when Ader threw his face out that building? I do. I do remember that. Killed him on the spot. But... I thought it was really stupid how those guys like came at him and then he literally just slaps the knife out of the hand and then they were all terrified. Look at what he, he looks said, like. 
I know, but you'd think they would have been intimidated by him in the first place. But no, they're only intimidated after he just like smacks their hand. Like, okay, that was stupid. <laughs> it was stupid. I don't know. But the, the episode overall, I thought was pretty okay. And I think the end uh, made it like exciting. So I am looking forward to watching the next one. It got real mad match really fast around that crater. Nixon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to say what you thought, Nixon? Yeah, well, she got it mostly. Well, I mean, it was like, yes, yeah, it, this is the best episode because we're out of the garbage that we no one cares about, that we knew the results of, that have to be there to make the story work. And we're finally off into the exciting part. And I also think, I mean, I've seen the show. Never mind. Then you can't yeah, predict anything. Whatever. Go to Peter. Peter. Uh, this one's an alright episode. It's okay. 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 Uh, Goku, Goku getting that new his new cloud. I like seeing that giant cloud. I wish Goku just could have like read that one. Did you want to ride that giant cloud? Yeah. Mm. And then uh. I did not like seeing Aider. I wish he did not show up. <laughs> What's wrong with Aider, Peter? I wish. Why don't they get rid of Aider and Suno? <laughs> they're classic characters they're, that we. They're like a we cancer all to wish the show. We, were, we all wish we had more time with them back in that. No, That's so, they're a cancer because they're there to like show you like what's happening because of Piccolo. It's not just death and destruction. It's like it's showing what he does. It's the same thing for that stupid Russian family in the Justice League movie. Katie yeah, said like, she wants it, an Aider spinoff. I never said that. Katie. I do not support this. Do you think Suno grows up to marry Aider? That's and creepy. Aider doesn't <laughs> have any genitalia. Why, why is it creepy, Katie? He's like an adult and she's a child and that's Yeah, creepy. but when she grows up, she's no longer It doesn't matter. He's known her since she was a child. That's like... Ew, that's kind of acts like a child. So. She made the move, Katie, not Aider. That's gross. This is approaching grooming territory, she, and I'm not about she it. She got really Aider smart. Groom Suno. She got really smart and like programmed like pleasure into Aider's programming. My I don't. God. I don't think this has gone too far. This is a child. I'm not saying she did what she she didn't learn it how to program when she's a child, Katie. She went to college. No, this she learned it from that old future. pedophile that she hangs went, outside she, her she, fucking village. She, she went to King Furry University. King Furry University. <laughs> yeah, Katie for all the poor mountain people. He created that college. Oh, can we end this now? Peter, what were you saying? I interrupted your time. Uh I like seeing Tien mastering the evil containment wave because he's known as like the master of moves. So that was good to see. They should have said that his third eye makes it to where he can like learn anything he sees. That's pretty much what he can do, right? <laughs> yeah. But they don't yeah, they didn't say it. Yeah. Well no, they say it like they said it earlier where he can like learn any move by watching. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they didn't They say said it, it in like the tournament. No, they didn't. I will find it. You find I it. I will find. I will find him. I will find him. <laughs> that was your general side moment of the week. Yeah. <laughs> but good, good episode. 
Good episode. All right, that's it for this week. Next week we watch what? Uh, I wrote it down here. 118 to 121. We're real close to the ending of this arc. Real close. Where it's it'll be probably a week and a half or an episode and a half. One of our episodes and a half. So like six episodes. <laughs> um, Katie, where do you think it's going? Uh, I mean, it's gonna go to the big fight. If it takes that many episodes, though, I don't know if something's gonna happen in between that delays Goku from fighting Piccolo. I imagine that the Piccolo fight. fight. I well, I'm assuming it'll probably be like at least a two episode long fight. But you saying that maybe suggests that they'll fight and then have to like separate and then come back and fight again. Would you be mad if they both arrived at the same time and then they're like, "We're gonna fight to see who gets to fight." Piccolo. That would be stupid. <laughs> You're saying like that he it's possible he could fight Tien. Goku and Tien to fight then, before they decide who fights Piccolo. That would be fucking stupid, and I'm gonna be mad if that happens. They need to know, Katie. No, that would be really dumb on both their parts. They're, they would just be like, oh, what people are actively dying currently right now? Well, I'm gonna let my ego get in the way and fight my friend. Just so that I can what be if, the one to sacrifice myself. <laughs> what if Tien's sitting there, Katie? He's like, I got this, Goku. Goku's like, all right. And then he does, like, starts an evil containment wave. But Tien knows that he needs to get Goku out of the picture. So he uses it on Goku instead. He's <laughs> in a jar. You know, it's stupid, though. He, he would, there would be no harm in having Goku fight Piccolo. And then if it starts to look bad for Goku... Then Tien just hops in with this containment wave. Like, come on! There doesn't have to be. There doesn't have to be a Tien battle probably won't between Tien and Goku. That somebody can do it. I mean, unless he thinks Goku's about to get one shot, which maybe he does. But you know, I mean, I feel like he could at least allow Goku the the you know. It, it would just be disrespectful to his friend, this martial artist who honestly, friends, genuinely did beat him. They are kind yeah, of friends. Just got done. They have a mutual respect. It doesn't mean you're a friend. It doesn't matter. He greatly respects Goku, and I just feel like as a martial artist, he should like do him the solid of allowing him to challenge someone who murdered a bunch of people he cares That's about. That's like saying this guy's about to destroy the world, and let's let our friend go in here and try to like talk to him before he pushes the nuclear like button what but tien knows that goku's like literally the most powerful martial artist there is got fucking yoinked he's not gonna let him yeah but master roshi's an old bitch master roshi's the strongest guy tien knows he's stronger than goku so i don't know how i think goku's stronger especially now tien the last time tien saw but i'll die on that hill that goku's been stronger for a while last time tien saw goku he thought he was weaker. Hey, Peter. Yeah. What if Goku and Piccolo are fighting, and Goku's about to win, and then that truck that hit him in the last turn hits <laughs> Goku again and costs him to fight? That would be pretty good. That would be... <laughs> you know what? I would be happy if that happened. You would like that, Peter? Uh, just like that <laughs> dumb train. Yeah. Uh, Peter, did you do you put together any Pokemon questions? No, he didn't. No, not really. What you haven't been catching any on Pokemon Go? Yeah, we had like a Mankey event. Okay, did you catch a Mankey? 
Yeah, it caught a lot of meat. Did you evolve him to a prime ape? I did. Katie, what is? do you like prime ape? No. Why? Prime ape is stupid. Mankey's Katie, he stupid. wins that fighting tournament. He wins the lame. P1 Grand Prix. He does. He wins the ripoff G1. They freak me out. They're too angry. I've never liked them, even in childhood. You don't like Mankey? No. Didn't he trade a Butterfree for that? No. Who was Mankey it? Who did Ash trade it. for no, that? No, he didn't. It chased him all over the place and he caught up by accident. Who did he trade the Butterfree for? He let set Butterfree Didn't he go. let the Butterfree let... free? Yeah. Huh? He set it free so it could He fuck. sets him free. He set the, the Butterfree so butter free. fuck? Yeah. Yeah, it goes off to be with this other Butterfree. Did he ever trade anyone in the show? Yeah. Who? He trade that, uh... What did he trade for that Raticate that he, like, instantly regretted? I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember any trading. <laughs> he traded, like, a Zapdos. <laughs> oh, you know what? I think he did trade Butterfree for Raticate. That's I'm pretty sure he traded on, like, the ship, right? He, like, yeah, on the ship, and then he's like, we gotta trade back as, like, the ship's sinking. He's like, I can't hold with this fucking Raticate. It was a Metapod, though, I think, that he traded. No, way. It was Butterfree. Oh, he evolves his Caterpie into a yeah. Metapod and then does that stupid Metapod yeah. fight. See, I remember him trading a Butterfree. Because on the ship. ship, all the trainers threw out their Butterfrees. He's like, yeah, I'm going to throw my Butterfree out. And then this, like, Raticate comes out. And he's like, oh, yeah. Like, this thing sucks. <laughs> Did it die of cancer? Had a tumor? I love Raticate. Raticate's terrible, Katie. He's like a garbage Pokemon. Yeah. He's a rat! He's a garbage Pokemon, Katie. Well, I had a question. I forgot. It'll, it'll come to me. Hold on. Do you think? Do you think anyone like trades Pokemon for drugs? Yes, probably. But yeah, do, you th- probably. do you think they still like trade it like they like like the link cable things? Either like he puts a Pokeball full of, like crack and he sends it through like the weird tunnel that they trade with. The Pokeball. <laughs> I want it to go the other way. Mm. Who? Do you think Team Rocket has a hand in drugs, Katie? Yes, a hundred percent. What drugs? But I don't know. I don't know if you could put drugs in a Pokeball because how do Pokeballs even work? If you can put Pokemon in them, can you not? Can you put a human in one? I would say you could. I don't know if they would survive. Well, then how do the Pokemon survive? They don't go in there. They Ask, just bounce off humans. Pro- did Professor Oak create the ball? Who created the balls? Probably not Professor Oak. Somebody else. Probably what's his face, the computer Bill? guy. What the hell is that guy's name? Yeah, maybe him. He no created way. balls. Actually, the Pokeballs have probably been around a lot longer. Yeah, because now they're doing like feudal than... Japan shit, and there's Pokeballs. <laughs> How are <laughs> they around back then? The... Oh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, they all had to use the evil containment wave, Katie. It all ties back. All Pokemon. Thank God it tied back because all we were getting too Pokemon deep. Pokemon are evil. All right, we're we're True. down to Pokemon Corner here. No, you don't get to say that. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. I do. You but don't get to call the Pokey Corn. No. Pokey Corn Colonel. Pokey Colonel. Nixon would be one of those bug catcher guys in that no, university. No, I definitely wouldn't. He would. He'd be there with his dumbass. He'd be a bug shorts. kid. What'd you say? I said, yeah, he'd be a bug no, kid. He'd be one of those. He'd be one of those that had, like. Six of the same Pokemon in a row, and they all suck. Yeah, he had six Metapods. No, I wouldn't. I don't like bug Pokemon. Yes, you do. No. 
I'd like to have an army here's of like Bulbasaurs. That'd be cool. Here's my Weedle. <laughs> oh god, not another Weedle. I never use bug Pokemon. Can you step? Do this bug? Can you step on a bug Pokemon, Katie? Would it go squish? I I don't want to think about that. I feel like they would scream. They can't. They can only say their name. Yeah, they'd be screaming his name. They scream. Caterpie! <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh my god, sorry. <laughs> it's like your bag t- is broken. <laughs> You're, telling me- You're telling me no bug Pokemon's ever been stepped on as they're like wading through the like uh, like waist high grass, Katie? I'm sure a lot of Pokemon have been brutally murdered and like stepped on and crushed and I don't want to think about it though because I think they all scream. I can definitely imagine like a Weedle being like spit roasted over a fire, you know? So, Why a Weedle? I don't know. You want something that actually is a, like has meat. But it's like a Weedle's like a bunch of meatballs. Is it? They're oh yeah, I mean, it does. It kind of is. I don't know if they're meatballs, but they're balls, yeah. It's probably all it's probably like a fucking bug. bug. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. Mm. 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 Alright. That's the end of this week's podcast. Except we still Katie. got... Wait, wait, wait. Okay. You say that during your thing. Alright. Katie, plug your stuff. You can follow me on Twitter at Katie Gotsky. That's K-A-T-E-Y-G-A-C-K-E. Or on Twitch at Cursed Katie. She got a ring light. I did get a ring light. At some point, I'll use it and stream. All right, Peter. Um, you can follow me at Super Big Peter on pretty much every platform. You need to change it to Super Peter. No. Suey Pete. No. Stinky Pete. <laughs> Stinky Pete. That's true. You're Bacterian Taylor. <laughs> Love ever. He was creamy. Creamy Saint, that was his name. But Nixon. Yeah, so uh, I w- <laughs> I want to if we are having people listen to this show at all, if you want to send in like a question or like fistful, go ahead. I'll have to like why do you watch this sh- or listen to this show? It's my main question. It's not for you. I know, but I'm asking sure. if anybody's actually listening. Are you actually they listening? Like to hear, they like to hear you when I go. What do you think? He's like. Pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, where can they send their <laughs> questions to? It's fistful since means at gmail.com. So send those questions in. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Say goodbye, Peter. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Nixon. Uh, bye. Katie. Bye bye. Goodbye.